John 1 and 1. Amen. Praise God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God, and all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. And in him was life, and the life was the light of men. In him was life, and his life is the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. That does not mean that the darkness could not understand the light. That word means that the darkness could not overtake and overpower the light. It could not get a grasp of the light. It couldn't even touch the light. And there was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not the light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which light of every man, that light cometh into the world. I want to talk to you on this subject. Keep the light on. Keep the light on. There is a, uh, I think it's a hotel, if you will. Was it Motel 6? It says, leave the light on. I'm telling you to keep the light on. Amen. The Bible tells us you can be seated, you can stand, you can, you can kneel, you can squat, you can do whatever you want to do. The Bible tells us that all things were made by him and without him there was nothing made that was made. None of us would exist without him. Amen. You could not breathe without him. You didn't decide to bring yourself into this world. And uh, you may decide to take yourself out of it, but you didn't bring yourself into it. The Bible says that that person, that, that in the beginning was the word, and the word was not only with God, that word was God. I know you know that as apostolics. You know that the living word is Jesus Christ. We understand in verse 14 that that, that word became flesh and it dwelt among us and, and we beheld his glory. We didn't, but he did. They did the glory as of the only begotten of the father, full of what grace and he's full of truth. But that one that was to come into the world, he was the one that shaped and molded the world. It's, it's through him we have life and that's why we we're here today because of 
Jesus. I'm so glad I know him. I'm, I'm so glad it's been 28 years and I'm so glad he found me in the miry clay and, and he picked me up and set me on a, a rock to stay. But it wasn't just the word that was spoken, but it's also the word that also is light. And that light that he has, that light, light that he gives is the light of men. And the Bible tells us each and every one of us who were children of dog, I want to remind you, you didn't always live in this light. You didn't always act the way you act. You didn't always do what you do. I'm even telling you, even if you were raised in the church and you just walked around and followed the light of your, ch- your parents. If you're still under your parents' tutelage, you're probably still under that light. Uh, but at some point in your life that you must decide, hey, I need to have the light for myself. And when I get that light, I don't want it to go out. There are too many people in this day, in this age, we talk all the time, this is the age of darkness. This is, this is the hour that has come upon the face of the earth and upon men. It is a dark world. Some people say, hey, everything is as it was, as it was from the beginning. That's a lie. Amen. It's getting darker. Amen. Things are getting worse. It's not getting better. But just because the world is getting worse, it doesn't mean that the church should begin to go into a downward spiral. Amen. That, that nothing should change from the church. As a matter of fact, because it's getting so dark, we ought to shine a whole lot more. And you don't need to turn your light up anymore. All you got to do is keep it on. The world is trying to intimidate the church to hide that light. Jesus said, hey, a light, my friend, it can't be be, be uh, put under a bush or under a bed. It is meant to be on a mountaintop. It is meant to be seen. Let everybody see your light. And I'm not talking about a little light. I'm talking about a marvelous light. He didn't call us for a little light. He called us to a marvelous light. I've been delivered from the power of darkness. I've been set free from the power of sin. And now I have the light of Jesus Christ. I didn't get that light by myself. You didn't get it by yourself. You didn't get it because you decided you were going to come to church. You didn't get it because you decided you were going to be a good person. You didn't get it because you decided I'm going to do some outreach or do some good deeds. If you have light, it didn't come from you. It came from him. You can't take the credit for the light that you have. Neither can I. Anything that has light, they got it from Jesus. He is the true light, the Bible says, the light of every man. And so it doesn't matter who you are, what you believe. Hey, it doesn't matter where you come from, what your background is. It doesn't matter if you're atheist or, uh, or agnostic. It doesn't matter whether you're Buddhist or, or Hindu. I don't care if you're Muslim. If you have any light, Jesus gave it to you. If there's a Muslim that has light, that's because Jesus gave him light. They may want to denounce him all they want to. The Buddhists may not want to rely, uh, realize that he exists. I mean, even the atheists and everything else. But I'm telling you right now, if there's any light that that's shining on them, it's because God gave it to them. And we need to stop acting like the light is reserved just to us. God said he gave light. Amen. You didn't have light once you just came into this thing. God says his light shined into darkness. 
It delivered us from darkness. It poured us out of darkness. Light was shine upon us, and now we have it. We don't need to brag about it. But I'm so thankful I have it. But the problem is, as I said, too many people who have once had light decided, you know what? I'm going to get rid of my light. I need to let you know that the devil can't take your light away. We want to blame too much stuff on the devil. Well, the devil, you know, I'm, I'm just having a bad time. I'm just having a, you know, no, 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 no. The devil can't do anything. You, you know, I believe there is a devil. But he has no power over me. We give the devil too much credence. We give him too much credit. He is the prince of darkness. He's the power. He's the prince of the power of the air. He is the, the force that works in this present dark world. But let me tell you something. He has no power over you unless you give it to him. The Bible says that the darkness cannot comprehend the light. In other words, it can't snuff out its power. It can't take away the power. It can't do anything to light. As a matter of fact, brother, won't you do me a favor? Turn off those back lights out there back there. Turn them off. Turn them off. Turn all the lights off. Ooh, y'all scared now. Now what do you see? You know what happens? You probably didn't pay attention to those screens, but as soon as the lights went out, guess what you did? Somehow your, your eyes went to those screens. Why? Because that's the only light that's in this darkness. You can turn it back on. That means when it gets dark, everybody is attracted to the light. Oh, it's getting dark. <laughs> yeah, it's getting dark, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's getting dark in this world. It's getting dark in our society. It's getting dark in our country. You know what that means? That the church will shine that much more brighter. Stop crying about the darkness and just be light. Don't let your light go out. Keep the light on, church. We are the only hope for a dark world. The World English Bible says in John 1 5 that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness hasn't overcome it. It hasn't. As a matter of fact, the Bible lets us know that in the beginning, the Bible says in the beginning, you can put that Genesis 1-1 really quickly, please. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. Come on, where are you? All right, here we go. And the earth was without form and void. That means it was in a place of chaos, uh, a place of confusion. Uh, it was without form and void. And oh, where are you going? And, 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 and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Bible says, and the spirit of God moved upon what? Now, where was the darkness? 
upon the face of the deep, upon the face of the waters. And God moved upon the darkness. And so we see when the world was first created, it was dark. The world, when it first came into existence, it was dark. And I'm here to tell you that when the world first came into existence, it was dark. And at the end of the age, it's going to be dark. But just like the Spirit of God moved upon the darkness in the beginning, the Spirit of God is moving upon the darkness in the end. And God said, let there be light. In the beginning, God proclaimed, I'm going to rule over the darkness by speaking light. And it's this church that we have, the church of the living God, we call the children of light. We are the the answer to this dark world. When he destroyed light, I mean, sorry, I'm sorry, darkness in the beginning, through light, he was telling us also in the end, guess what's going to destroy the works of darkness, the light. We got to understand who and what we are. When my, my wife, uh, Sister Simpson, I should say, preach, begin to preach that message. I was like, oh, my goodness. And I had this for a while, and I just had to pull those cobwebs off this thing. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm telling you what, something got a hold of me when she uh, was talking about lighting because there's, there are too many. And I'm not talking that too much of the church world, first of all. But apostolics, one God, Holy Ghost filled, tongue talking, Bible believing, Christians are deciding to allow darkness to have its way. Now, I got to let you know the Bible tells us that, again, darkness can't overtake your light. And so if you if something is going on with your life, it's not that the power of darkness is overtaking it. We got to find out what's going on with the light. Stop blaming the devil. Stop blaming circumstances. Stop blaming problems. Stop blaming finances. Stop blaming your husband. Stop blaming your wife. Stop blaming your parents. Stop blaming your kids. If you don't have light, it's not because of anybody else but yourself. Darkness can never put out the light. Actually, all darkness can do is reveal light. All it does is magnify light. Turn that thing out again. Some of y'all liking this too much. Can you see that screen? I know you can't read it. And I have it. Guess what? It's on the lowest setting of light. It's on the lowest setting of light. And you know what I can do with this screen? I can adjust the light. Now, the problem is when I lay down. So y'all never did this at Church in the Darkness. I remember the power went out of Antioch. We had church in the dark. We put some. We said we're going to continue to have church. Anybody remember that? Turn those lights back on. The thing with this screen is, when, 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 I, when I get up in the morning, I, I, I have my Bible and uh, my, my iPad. That's my Bible. That I, and I have my, my, my phone somewhere nearby. And if I get something or whatever, and I'll turn it on. And I had to put, it, I had to put the thing on 
uh, the lowest setting of light because, you know what, because well, if I have it on the brightest setting, as soon as I turn that thing on, it's like, oh, my goodness. Why? Because I've been sitting in darkness. You see, when you sit in darkness, light hurts a little bit. You, you sit in darkness for a while, you get to turn it in and see people wonder why they, they get despondent at church and they, they get all bent out of shape at the things of God and, and all of a sudden they start acting funny and you know what I'm saying? They get all twisted and messed up and everything else and, and now the light is beginning to hurt. Let me tell you something. When this thing begins to hurt you, when things are set behind the pulpit hurts you, I got a question for you. Have you been fellowship with light or darkness? Now, I'm telling you what, if I'm all in the light, if I'm in a bright place, I cannot put this thing on the lower setting. I got to turn it up. I need to bump up the light. Why? Because I've been in light. And in order to be able to see this, I must adjust the darkness or the shade to make things brighter. Do you understand? Oh, hallelujah. Do you understand you can make things brighter in your life? They had this button, this, this football player, they call him Shady. I forget his last name. Some of y'all probably, I think Shady McCoy. Shady. I'm like, where did he get a name Shady from? It all, all I can tell you that he must be a little shady. You know, that's not a good name. I'm sorry. I don't know why. I don't want anybody to re- uh, identify me and recognize me as being shady. You, what that's saying is, you know what? I'm shady, all, all, what that means is that you have some light. Hello? But there's something that's blocking the light. Oh, hallelujah. There's something between you and the light. You see, that's why when you get to doing things a little shady, your, con- your conversation gets shady. The way you handle things gets shady. Your character gets shady. I'm telling you what, that's because you allow something to get between you and the light. And, and we need to make sure we distance ourselves from anything that's going to keep us from letting the light shine in our life. But the Bible lets us know that, hey, not only does God provide light, but he is the light. And now we are the light. And so I don't have to worry about, you know what, I got to let uh, Brother, brother uh, Brown's light shine and let it shine on me. Look, some of us rely on somebody else's light. When you get out of here, you can't rely on the preacher's light. You can't rely on the church's light. You got to let your light shine. And again, darkness cannot fool with your light. The only way that that light, that brother back there, you do a good light, man. I tell you what, man. You, I'm telling you what. Man, you see the way he turned that light out? That, that dude. Now, now, the same way the light was turned off, it could be turned back on. The only way your light can go out is if, if, if you cover it. Or if you turn the light off. Darkness can't touch you. So if your light is getting dim, it's not because of darkness. It's because you are either turning it down or turning it off. I'm not saying you are. Don't get quiet. I'm not saying you are. 
I've told this, I don't know how many times, I'm walking down the street and this dude says, hey man, you got a light? I says, yes, I'm it. (laughs) Yes, I'm it. Somebody next time, somebody asks you for a light. I know we we, we get, I don't smoke. Sorry, man, I don't smoke. That's, That's cool. You didn't help him out, you like, you did him a big favor. Okay, whoop-de-doo, you don't smoke. You start a good conversation. You say, hey, you got a light, man? Yeah, I got a light. They sitting there waiting. Where is it? Here it is, man. You don't see this light? No, you're blind. Because the only people that can't see light is those that are blind. And so you and I have a responsibility, and it's a privilege. And, and you, you, you understand, and, and you understand that when, when God started talking about light and all that, he, he wasn't talking about fluorescent bulbs. And you, we got to understand that when, when the Bible talks about light, it wasn't talking about any artificial or man-made light. You see, when you look at the sun, and I, I will remind you, it gets dark outside. It's dark now. Man, it, it really gets dark. I don't like it getting dark so early. But you can say, well, see, well, the darkness overtook the light that we had. No, the darkness didn't overtake the light. What happened was the earth started turning around. And the part of the earth that is not looking towards the light is in darkness. The light hadn't gone anywhere. It's still right there. And as a matter of fact, but this is how God is so God is so gracious that even though it gets dark, and even though because it gets dark because that portion of the earth is furthest away from the sun, and now they're in darkness. But the darkness still can't overtake the light because there's a reflection of the sun onto the moon, and God says there's still light. So even in darkness, God says, I'm still going to allow some light to shine. Darkness will never overtake it. But that thing that sits up there that we call the sun, it's just a burning ball of flame. Gases and all that. And, and so the original, original man, in order for man to have, have light, what did he need? A fire. There was only one source of light for thousands and thousands of years. Until the 1700s, was it late 1700s, early 1800s, when Edison created the light bulb? Somebody help me out, right? Y'all find out later. Somebody can look, can look it up. But um, anyway, now, uh, so all the way, that, that whole time, the only way man can have light was by the sun, which is a ball of fire, or to make fire on their own. And everywhere you went, there was light, and the only way to have light was to have fire. So you and I, as Christians, when God said, we are the light of the world, he wasn't talking about a fluorescent bulb. 
He was talking about fire. And you see, the only time you can, oh, hallelujah, only time you can allow uh, your light to, to dim is that when your fire goes out. The Bible says he shall baptize us with the Holy Ghost and with fire. What was he saying? Hey, you're going to have the Spirit of God, but you're also going to be the light of the world. And we try to get that, that, you know, talk about, we talk about the fire, the fire, oh, Holy Ghost fire. The fire was only meant for one purpose. Fire was only meant for several things, either to warm people up, to burn people up, or to give light. That was it. To warm people up, to burn something, obviously to cook food on. To cook food, that's to burn, but most people when they cook and they burn, right? (laughs) So that's four things. Cook some food, provide light, burn somebody up, get, get warm. And they were the purposes of light. So you and I, we are the light. We are fire, right? There are four things we're going to do. Hello? We're going to provide some heat and some warmth. Hello? We're going to provide some light. Oh, or burn some things up. And I'm telling you what, see, we, we got to be careful as children of God. Be, uh, because either we're going to do damage or we're going to help people. And I'm sorry, it's no middle ground. Everywhere you go, everywhere I go, I have a responsibility that let my light shine. I'm going to bring light. I, that means I'm going to bring some benefit. If I don't do what I'm going to, if I don't do what I'm supposed to do correctly, guess what? It's going to cause some fire. It's going to be some people burning. And we, too many people, oh, I got the Holy Ghost and I got fire. And some people say they so much on fire, whatever. And we need to be careful with some of that Holy Ghost fire. Because sometimes we get to burning people up and, and God is not mad. We, if we can just let our light shine and stop trying to, uh, and I'm sorry, apostolics, it's, it's been a, a great movement, but even apostolics, you have people been around for a long time. They don't even want to fool with an apostolic church. Because some apostolics did some, some harm. What they did, they burnt some things. And so we, we have a great responsibility in this day and this age that you live in. We need to be careful of the fire that we have. You know how many uh, uh, fires have started? Forest fires, fires in the home, get a little kid playing with some matches, don't know what they had, don't know the power that's in that match, and don't know the power that's in that, that light, and that thing can cause so much destruction. We need to understand what we have. We have power to light up the world and power to send this world into flames. But our light, again, God said, hey, he created light and he said, it is good. It's a good thing. But that good thing could turn bad when it's not properly used. And, and, and it's a bad thing when we have what the world needs. You go, you go we, we just, we went on outreach yesterday. I, I had a good time. I don't know about you. I loved every minute of it. It was cold out there, but I, once we got to walking and moving, I wasn't cold. And I, I, I don't know, we had a good time talking to, to some people. And um, 
You know, I, I love it. I just love getting out there and everything else. I don't do it enough, but, it, it, you know, good thing. But, we, we, you know, we went into, it's it, it funny, though, because uh, we had guys that, you know, we, the, Brother Javid led us, and he was saying, okay, these, these are the areas we're going to cover, and he gave specific areas. Now, we, 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 are, we are in a place where we can go into some neighborhoods that are, you know, pretty okay. And then you can go into some neighborhoods. I mean, you got to look around. Hell, whoa. Let me leave my wallet at home. I got, you know, watch out, you know, check, you know. I mean, if you're smart. You know? I'm sorry, there's some places I'm not walking around like, hey, count my money. Right? You know, you got to look around. You got you to be aware of your surroundings. I'm not a fool. He said, I send you among wolves. But it was funny, though, because when he said, okay, where, where, where you going? What's direction? We had like 15, 15, 20 guys doing outreach. Like most of them was going this way. <laughs> he said, hold up. We're going to go toward, who want to go towards Greenmount? Brother Vernon said, I, I'm, I'm going to Greenmount. Anybody else going to Greenmount? Vernon pretty much had to drag somebody. <laughs> I, 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 I recognize that. I ain't say anything, but I recognize it. Everybody was like, no, I don't want to go there. So, and, uh, but, you know, we went into some areas. We went, you know, that way. And, and, and uh, you know, sometimes we can get a little, uh, you call whatever you want, but sometimes we, 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 we get to uh, thinking with our mind and, and, and allowing fears and apprehension and all that to get in the way because let's just face it some areas are darker than others and to be honest if you really who wants to go in darkness right right if you go if you go somewhere where you you know what i mean you feel relatively safe and and everything else and you know hey you, you don't have to watch your back and you're gonna go there right that's just just human nature and and and, and uh, but, you know, some of us say, OK, we're going to go into the place where it's a little darker. We, we don't need to be intimidated with darkness, folks. Hello. You don't need to be intimidated with darkness. I'm just going to say like this. We walked up on one place. I know it was a drug house. People flying in and out of that house. And we were passing out flies right there. We stood right down that corner talking about Jesus. I know they probably had some potent stuff they were selling outside of that door. We had something much more potent than what they had. I'm sure what they had was cut. I say what we had was 100% pure. That stuff, this stuff will blow your mind, baby. Amen. Amen. And it sets you straight. And it gets you right. Hallelujah. It'll change your life forever. Praise God. Amen. Talk about that stuff that gets you all addicted and gets you all hooked. Hey, I, w- I was privy to that. I- I'm sorry. Some of you, you want, thank God you didn't, you know, do anything. But I, I- I'm sorry. I came from a background that I-, I-, I was hooked on drugs. Now that I'm hooked on Jesus.
I was on the bottle. Now I'm on the Bible. <laughs> I had to get, give all my money. Get me to the next one. This is all free. Can buy without money. Oh, hallelujah. You know what I mean? I don't have to go to a place. I can wake up and go as high as I want to go. I can go to sleep and get as high as I want to get. High on Jesus. Amen. And guess what? No hangovers. No heart palpitations. No fear. I'd great to say my teeth don't fall out, my hair don't fall out. <laughs> that wasn't from that though. Wasn't from Jesus. That's just naturally. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> it's all good. So for 28 years, I've been hooked. And I can't get off of it. I can't let go. I'm talking about the light. It's the true light. Which light of the world. Now I'm just going to tell you. Some of us. We just let our light burn. We let our light just dwindle down. And, and see. You know. So we, the darkness didn't do fool with your light. Your circumstances didn't fool with your light. In order to keep a light going. You need fuel. Hello. Again, when, it, when the Bible talks about light, it was not talking about that. And every, every light that existed needed some fuel, something to keep it going, something to keep it burning. And the problem is we can snuff out our own light. Nobody can snuff your light out. Nobody has the power to snuff your light out. And we can blame any and everybody. But the problem is, we do that ourselves. And we can, you know, we talk, again, we talk about the darkness. The problem with, with it is, is that it's not that we go into a, a dark area and then all of a sudden our light just start, start getting dim because we're, we're in a dark area. No. What happens, this is what happens, is that we will adjust, as I say it, the light. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, help me. Why? Because when you start fellowshipping with darkness, the light will start hurting. And the Bible says, hey, when you fellowship with darkness, hey, people don't want to come into the light because, the dark, they love, because they love the darkness. And so what happens, as long as you fellowship with darkness, you're going to, uh, turn, you are going to turn down the light. I had in my house, I had this. Uh, dimmer. I used to love it in my the living room or whatever room we had. You had a dim. You can adjust the light. You know, you can turn it down and then click it and then it turns off. And you can turn it back up. And you see, you know, no one can be on the outside of your house, right? And just start fooling with your light. Right. 
You got to be inside. It's an ins- Trust me, it's an inside job. If your light has gone out, it's an inside job. And it's not anybody on the outside of you. It's not your wife, your husband, or anybody else. If your light is going out, it's an inside job. You are choosing to dim the light. And the reason why you dim the light because you fellowship with darkness. You keep fellowship with anger. Turn it down. Let me just, this thing, where it is. I, I'm telling you, it, I, I admit, see, I, I had it right there. See, I turn it up. I turn, now, you didn't recognize that. Turn that thing off for me again. Show you how this thing works. I ain't going to be able to see it now. You see how bright that thing gets? And then I, I can turn it all the way down. can barely see that. And see what happens if you stay in this environment like this for a while. If I told you, tell you close your eyes for a while and I had this thing bright, that's what you're going to say. Could you turn that down some? It's too bright. Turn that light back on. And you know how it is. You get up and you know that. Oh, turn off that light. You know what I mean? Your wife come all in. Or she get up turning on the light. And the uh, first thing you do is put them covers over your head. Now, I love to get her with that. You understand? Light hurts your eyes. When? And God gave use that natural example to let you know if you if you just keep, if you stay in the light, no problem. Somebody can bring the brightest light. That's that. That's fine. But when you st- sit in darkness, what what's going to happen is you're going to do this. Let me adjust my light. My light is too bright. I'm closing with this. Oh, man, I got to turn. I got to keep the light on. I can't see it. It can get so, so dim. Now, see, now that the light is on, I can't even see what I'm trying to read. I can't do what I'm trying to do. Because when the light comes around and I dent my own light, I can't see clearly. I can't see straight. Now, turn with me, please, as I close with this. See, I'm not keeping you alone tonight. Turn with me to James chapter 1. I'm going to say, if you still have light, it's because he gave it to you. If your license increased, he's made it brighter. But you have the power. Get this, James chapter 1 and verse 17. We all know this. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. Anything you got, you can't take the credit for. Anything I have, I can't take the credit for. I can't boast or brag. Now I, I can proclaim as I, when that brother came in, I said, "Hey man, you, I got, I'm the light." 
That's not bragging. I'm just stating. I stated a fact. I could have went to. Hey, no, I don't have a light, and I'm dark. It got his attention. I got a question for you. Have you allowed your light to be turned up, turned down, or turned off? And you know how you know when your light is turned off? When you go around with people who fellowship with darkness, and they don't even notice anything different about you. You blend in so well with them that there's nothing different. And that tells you my light has gone out. Because, you know, you go around with somebody that's in darkness, you know, they're going to notice it's different. That's a difference. And it don't mean you got to start preaching Acts 238. You just be around them long enough. And they'll say, there's something different about you. You're a Christian. Right? Man, what do you have? They start, exactly, they start watching their language. They start, whatever. It's not so you can brag and say, yeah. Because you didn't give yourself that light. He lights everyone. He gave the light. But we have the responsibility. You and I have a responsibility. And that's to keep the light on that he gave every good gift and every perfect gift is from above take no credit and come down from the father of lights if you are a child of God and he's the father of lights and he's your father it's God's intention for us to be the children of light and for us to let our light shine now, if there's no variableness or shadow turning in him, and he's the father of lights, his, it's, it's his will that we're not shady and shaky, and that our light not, is not going up and down. And the only way our lights get brighter is because the world is getting darker. Don't make any adjustments going the opposite way. As a matter of fact, you don't have to make any adjustments at all. All you got to do is burn, baby, burn. All you got to do is catch on fire. I guess it's like that, uh, heard the thing when the guy says, fire! Fire! Everybody's coming. Get up on, the, on, on top of the, uh, I think it was Hollow's Widow. Fire! Fire! People looking. He got even loud. Fire! And then people wanted fire. The house was on fire. He's not running out. Fire! And now he had a big crowd. Fire! Holy Ghost fire! I'm on fire for Jesus! And he had a big enough crowd that he preached the message because he proclaimed it as a fire and it's burning bright I wish the church of the living God can be just like that preacher fire but no no we don't want to do that I don't want to bring any attention to myself 
I don't want to draw any attention. I don't want to stand out. Because if I stand out, people are going to look at me. There's something about fire that draws the attention. You don't go anywhere. I, 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 I was riding past the road, and there was a, a, a brush fire. And I just, you know, whoa, that thing is on fire. You see smoke burning, you walk right past the house, and you see fire coming out. You, you look. Now, if you see somebody running, they're on fire, you're going to look. You never just walk past fire. It's like, oh, I didn't see that. That's why there was a man on the backside of the desert who had committed murder. He was a fugitive, and he was running. And God said, I got to get this guy's attention. And what God knew to get his attention... He caused the burning bush to come because he, he couldn't resist looking. What is this sight that I see? Oh, it's a fire. I got, I got to check this thing out. And Moses was drawn to the fire. I'm telling you what, in this dark age, people will be drawn to our fire if we let, it, let that light shine. Don't let your light go out. Keep the light on. If you have light, you have a responsibility. Keep this light on. Don't let things come about that cause you to turn the light off. And hear me when I say, no one is responsible for your light. Jesus gave you light. He was the author. But he's left it up to us to keep the light on. Won't you stand, please? Father, we have the wonderful privilege of being the children of God, the children of light. We have not only this privilege, but we have a grave responsibility. God, let us not take this for granted. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus Christ that we will stop making excuses for ourselves. While we have allowed our light to be dimmed, covered, and hidden. Father, we pray that your fire will burn brightly. I wish somebody's soul would catch on fire and burn brightly in this day. This is a dark world and a dark society that we live in. But you and I have the responsibility. And we will be held accountable for the light that God has given us. Don't turn off your light. Church, Antioch North, as a congregation and individually, I charge you to keep the lights on. In Jesus' name, keep the lights on. Look at your neighbor and tell him, keep the light on. Don't let your light go out. Now all over this nation and maybe the world, I don't know who all celebrate Christmas. People are going to be celebrating by putting lights up and turning lights on. And and let me just say this, that don't mean they want light. Had somebody tell me, well, they want light. That's why they got lights on. I'm sorry. 
I don't necessarily subscribe to that. I don't believe everybody turned lights on. And, I mean, my neighbors, they turn their porch lights on all the time. I'm like, why they got their bright lights on? Turn that light on. They didn't want the light. Now, this is a season, the season of lights. Now, I don't have a, a bunch of lights. We got a, we got a, 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 a reef around on our front door. We don't have any lights up and all that. I'm not against lights. I'm not, not against it at all, at all. I've had lights up before. But this year, I don't have any lights up. Now, if you, you're against Christmas and all that, God bless you. I'm not, a, you know, whatever. I'm not into all whatever, I, you know, whatever. <laughs> Do what you want. You say one thing one way, one thing another. You... But in this season... I charge you, don't let the Christmas lights of this season, this consumer whatever, burn brighter than the light that you and I have. I do believe people are looking for light, not everyone. I believe some people are looking for light. I believe people are looking for hope. They're looking for something to be happy about, cheerful about. And sometimes the only time they can get that is one time a year. And then we know what happens. After the new year is over, they go back into their state of depression and hopelessness and all that. That's why you can't buy happiness. And I used to get so excited when I was a kid getting so excited for Christmas. And now I'm like, bah, bah humbug, I guess. I don't know. Now, I like the time. I just like to be with my, my, my family, my wife and the kids and, and everything else and, and sit back and watch them open their gifts and all that. And I really, I don't really have to get a thing. Don't, because it's really not about that for me anyway. It's about giving. This is a time where people are so messed up. And they, they do everything to buy their happiness. I'm so glad that my peace and my joy and my satisfaction in life is found in Jesus. The true light that's coming to this world. And I know. Jesus is the reason for the season. I don't know. For you, if he's the reason for your season, he's my reason for life. Every season. Now, if you only have it during Christmas time, God bless you. <laughs> and so once again, folks, as we approach this Christmas season and this holiday, why don't we be the light of this world? And won't we decide, you know what? I'm not going to turn my light off. I'm going to keep it on. Keep the light on. God bless you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.